I'm Mike. And I'm Adam. And this is Stuff and Waffle. Two friends talking about stuff, and often as not, waffling with frequent reference to Bond cars. James, for England. <laughs> no, for me. <laughs> oh, we got to the end, shit. Um, no. <laughs> no. Oh, spoiled no, it. You went the wrong way there. Oh, you were supposed it. to reply for England, Alec. No, no, you see what I did? I did it on Wrong purpose. end of the film, you no, see. I did it on purpose for, for, for giggles. Um, <laughs> I don't think you did. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. But no, this evening nonetheless... we, are, we are talking about Goldeneye. Mm. Let's, let's, let's clarify. Uh, yeah, and even though we quoted towards the end there, it was out in 1995, so keep up, eh? I um, I don't think we need to worry too much about spoilers. If you haven't seen it, what you've been doing with yourself? Mm. <laughs> you need to get that sorted. Yes. So what we've done is we've we've followed up on one of our promises yet again, in a timely fashion, I might add. Scary. Um, of our Bond film reviews in no particular order. <laughs> well. Actually, in a particular order that we quite fancy. That's that's the only. That is the order. That is the order of our new series of episodes. Yes, indeed, that are going to pop up from time to time. Our Bond mm. film reviews. Yes. Yes. Um, and we picked this one for no particular reason. Well, actually, that's not strictly true. We said that there's been a lot of love for the the Brosnan stuff of late. Yeah, there has. He's yeah, been getting. Has. I mean, while he was never undervalued. At the moment, he's been getting the recognition he deserves, I would say. Yeah, I think it's come back round, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And Goldeneye was obviously his first, and some would say his best. It's certainly a contender for his best, I will be mm. honest. Mm. Um, that's uh, that's open for debate. Uh, it's probably yes. not a debate we're going to end this evening, but it will be a debate we'll end once we've talked through the other films. Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah. indeed. Now, that's not for tonight, but um, yeah, I watched it and mm -hmm. you've watched it. And oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm, still enjoy it every time. Mm, Never yeah. fails. No, nope. hasn't gone wrong. No. Um, well, it's got all the ingredients, isn't it? It's a, yeah, it has. It's a film that's nearly perfect. Hmm. But not quite. <laughs> we'll come on to that. Okay. All right. We'll get to that particular <laughs> elephant in the room, shall we? Um, yes. Well, let's tackle it in the sort of vague order that the film unfolds in. Yeah. And let, let's also tackle it in the context in which this film appeared. It was the first Bond film for six years. It was a, a long gap. Um. And for lots of boring legal reasons that we don't need to drag into. Um, but first Bond film for six years, uh, Timothy Dalton had done his two, um, was set to do more, but that didn't happen. Uh, he was offered to come back. Um, he decided not to. Um, so they went on the hunt for a new Bond. And... Mm. A name came back round who had nearly done it before. Um, yep, yep. Uh, as we discussed the other day, he, he 
after he, as in Mr. Brosnan, screen tested in '86. Yes, and I believe was actually signed to yep. be the next Bond in '86. Um, but there was a a clause in his contract for doing Remington Steel that they, I think, they had sixty days to resell the show, mm-hmm. um, and on the sixtieth day, uh, they did, and they said no. We we want him for another series, and he uh, he lost he lost out. Um, Cubby said um, Remington Steel will not be James Bond, and um, they moved on, and he lost it. Yeah, I mean, um, fortunately, like you said, we came back around, and all was well in the world. Um, yes, this we had the six year gap, mm. um, but. In terms of Bond narratives, um, the world changed in those six years. <laughs> Very much so. Um, um, we're talking 1989 to 1995. That was a time of great change, yeah. Yeah, considering, um, and we will come on to this, but considering the consistency of Russian themes in Bond films, mm. Um the dissolution of the Soviet Union on ooh, it was Boxing Day ninety one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was almost ninety two, but yeah, late late ninety one. Yes, um, that's right. Uh, the Soviet that, Union collapsed. Yeah, that that so that kind of and with it went the Cold War and all of the yeah obvious espionage that comes hand uh, comes along with that sort of mm. hand in hand. Um, uh, I mean, the however, whole world, the whole world that Bond inhabited really mm. um, had changed, and it was quite a bold choice for them to have a a kind of Russian based story for the next Bond film. True, however, I suppose they did it in the way that it's quite Russian themed in the sense of yes, the Soviet Union is gone, but the the backstory, as in the the, the pre credits sequence, yes, yes, is prior to the collapse of the Soviet Union. It is nine years later. Mm. Yes, indeed. Yeah, the Bond's relationship with um, one of the villains goes back to pre um, pre collapse of the Soviet Union. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's it. Because um, it's uh, quite a clever plot, actually from that perspective. Really good, really good. I mm. like that, the fact that you've got um, you've got your uh, Russian villain, so to speak. You, you, you've got your military general, Ormov. Ur- Ormov, yes. Um, they made him a general. Very good. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we've got the issue of... Uh, uh, he supposedly kills Malik Trevelyan in, in cold blood. 006, yes. Uh, which sort of scuppers the mission, but they still give, give it a good old blowing up. Um, oh, yeah, Bond does his thing there, yeah. Yeah. Um, that that's standoff a... scene I, I really like, where yeah. Trevelyan is shot. Um, and Bond has to find a way out. Um, 
very nicely constructed scene mm. um, with Urumov's, you know, looks of disbelief as Bond is trying to escape. You um, can't win. Yeah, that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and the, uh, the the squeaky wheel on the trolley mm. that Bond hides behind. Yeah, um, excellent. Beautiful the, little touch. Yes. The the useful soldier with the itchy trigger finger who gets a bullet right in the, in the chops, doesn't he? Yeah, indeed, yes. Hold your fire, and then he doesn't. Yeah. Mm. Interesting little detail here. Urumov is using a Wolfer PP. That's correct. Very slightly, good. Slightly longer barreled version of the PPK. Good spot. Nicely done. There you go. <laughs> so, um, and then we we end up with the runway chase and one of the one of the scenes that's become iconic. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah. far fetched. It's daft, but it's it's a bit of Bond, right there. It is a bit of Bond. It's a ridiculous stunt that couldn't possibly happen, um, but that's you know it's a Bond film, so that's fine. That um, is. Um, however, the, we we glossed over the uh, first stunt with the the damn bungee jump. That that did occur. That's true. They did actually do that for real. Yeah, mm. they did. I forget the name of the guy who did the jump. Mm. Um, Captain he worked, Lunatic. He, yes, he worked on a number of. Uh, Bond films. Um, yeah, I forget. I forget the name of the guy, but it was actually uh, for real. Yeah, he yeah. did do that jump. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose we shouldn't we shouldn't skip to the uh, the theme song until we've uh, dealt with the rather grotty introduction of Pierce's Bond, because it, <laughs> it, and the the big. I mean, we all know it was going to be him. We've all seen all of the press leading up to this. However, yeah. on screen, it's close ups of bits of his face. Yeah, and, it's those little tricks, isn't it? Yeah. Close up of the eyes, and yeah, uh, that's uh, but, right. But he's got the unfortunate uh, job of breaking into the facility via the ventilation system and gaining. Uh, entry to the main building via a cubicle with a Russian soldier, what can only be described as well, laying a cable. He's having a yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what Billy Connolly would have called a weird jobby. Yes, yes, yes. But I think we've discussed this before. I, I get the feeling a Russian jobby would be quite a meaty thing. Uh, if you yeah. want to. Consider that, yeah. I well, I mean, if you're setting the scene, that he's descending into the updraft of what horrors are occurring in that cubicle. Yeah, but you know, he's he's trained to expect the unexpected. Oh, there's the unexpected, and then there's that. There's... That shouldn't be unexpected, given how he's. Uh, it's quite an entrance. Yes, uh, he is the first Bond to be introduced by um, going headfirst into a toilet. Yes, yes. Uh, for and it's a, it's a it's an unusual choice. Um, um, one thing that I did notice in that scene of going right, Bond is upside down. Uh, gives him a good old club around the chops, knocks him out, and then. You see his, uh, they cut so that you see the top of the cubicle, his legs join him in there as well. Yes. And you go, that's, yeah. Right. So, <laughs> in order to get this maneuver over and done with, you're going to have to brace yourself somehow. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and there's only one thing in there. 
well, there's a person, but you don't really know where he's landed. There's a Kazi, or there's yeah. the floor. Yeah. Uh, and it's not uh, very big. It's not very big, but something did catch my eye. And the bog floor is horrendous. It's really... They've thought about it on the set. It's covered <laughs> in mankiness, some little pissy essence. Uh. Um, again, he's got, Bond's got to contend with that. He's got... He's got to have a little rummage around in some Soviet filth there. Oh, that's going to be grim, isn't it? Yeah. He's going to stink for the rest of the mission. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Those pristine black, that pristine black jumpsuit he's wearing, that's going to be all... Oh, that's for the bin when he gets back. Yeah, that's had it, and you just burn that. Yeah, again... (laughs) Q's going to be annoyed. What have you done with all the equipment? Ah, it's got some Russian piss on it, mate. Yeah, so, it just that needs incinerating immediately. Yeah. yeah, and it's been in my bag on the flight home as well. Oh. That's not, it's, no. Not good. He not didn't good. win out there because if you think Connery was introduced at the back of our table, mm-hmm. Lazenby was driving the glorious DBS. Yep. Roger Moore was. Uh, he was. Um... He was. He was in the, bed with the lady. Yeah, they're doing what Roger Moore does. Mm. Brosnan's head first into a Russian bog. He hasn't got the best deal there. <laughs> uh, bit, oh, and um, Dalton was having a bit of a parachute and a climb, wasn't he? Oh, and the Dalton was, yeah, of course. He was, uh, yeah, in, in Gibraltar there. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, God, you're dead. Um, yeah. Excellent work. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, it's it's a rough introduction that. Yeah, but you know, it comes through it. Uh, yeah, so that that's it. We've we've ultimately ended up with quite quite a serious and gritty pre-credits. Yeah, it is. It is. I think it works. It works rather well. Death um, of uh, death of a a colleague. Yes. Well, so we're led to believe, anyway. So we believe at that point. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's not. It's not like it's a powerful entrance. I'd say. I'd, I like. That. I think it is. Yeah, I think yeah. it is. Um, um, and then we have the the role of the credits, and I have to say, the the animation for the credits i adore because her this the use of all the soviet symbolism and yeah. the weaponry it's it's proper bond that. the hammer and the sickle and yeah. all of that yeah it's a bit of one here in there yeah two-faced roman god in there as well um, very good very good first title sequence designed for bond by daniel kleinman obviously morris binder who did all the original title sequences had passed away by this mm. point so yeah uh, Daniel Kleinman, so it was very modern, but really looking, you know, to the style of the original ones, but very in tune with the story, as you say. Mm. Um, fantastic imagery. Yeah, really um, good, really good. Yeah, um, it works really well. Yeah, and I think the title song is brilliant. It was high time that Tina Turner did one. I, um, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and I, I, I still to this day really like the song. I mean, and mm. that it really pains me to say it as well, because it was written by Bono and the Edge. Yes, it was. Which is a weird one, and I cannot stand you two. No, I can't either. I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, it's, 
just oh, yeah, just, I'm not a fan at all of that. I'm not a stuff. big fan of the music. Uh, being someone who likes the guitar, I find Edge's style of just constantly fiddling annoying. Yeah. Bono's yeah. a preachy bell end. Yeah. <laughs> um, however. <laughs> They wrote a song and didn't actually feel the need to perform it, which was they had nothing to do with the production of it. They just wrote it, and I think Tina Turner is is perfect. She's exactly the sort of artist they go for. Mm. You know, she's got a career that spans decades. She's a guaranteed hit. Um, yep. She's got an incredible voice. Um, she just fits so well. She's another Shirley Bassey. Yeah. Um, um, and little little personal nod there. It's the only Bond theme. I've seen performed live by the artist. Oh, very good. Okay. Well done. Well done. <laughs> excellent. It's a bit of a random one, but there you go. Uh, it's very personal to you, but yeah. uh, excellent nonetheless. I'm impressed. Uh, yeah, so that, that was good. Um, and then we cut to, well, we couldn't be further from gritty Russia if we tried. Yeah, we are back no, in Bond heaven at this point. Nine years later. I love that introduction with the close-up of the front of the DB5. Mm, uh, the, the roar, roar, of, roar the, of the engine. The straight yeah. six is glorious. Yeah, it is. It's beautiful. That, and you know exactly what you're dealing with there. Mm, that's um, it. We've got, we've got Bond having a cheeky little drive and the mountain roads above Monte Carlo. BMT214A. Oh, yes. Not a gadget laden. Well, apart from champagne coolers and Alpine yes. stereos that really are not befitting of a car of that vintage. Uh, uh, no, with, they're really not, no. With printers built in, but yeah. Um, but yes, he's got his lady who's been sent to evaluate him. Uh, yes, indeed, so, yes. So, Is it really necessary to drive quite so fast? More often than you might think. Yes, <laughs> yes. Mm. A cheeky little, uh, cheeky little power slide around the corner. Yep. So that's it. And he's in full casual mode. Still oh. got, still a cheeky little cravat poking. I out. did. Oh. I was going to mention that there is a little, little silk cravat there. Which, that's a lovely choice. Casual yes. Bond. Oh yeah. Bond of the weekend, right there. Yeah. <laughs> Bond having a little relax there, but mm. you know, still maintaining the sartorial standards. That, that's yes. it. Yep. It's still beautifully done. <laughs> Yeah, still rocking a nice uh, Omega as well. Just, just discreetly, just not the whole thing sticking out, just enough. Just enough, just, just under the cuff there. Yep. Yeah, beautiful, nice. Yeah, I have to say, Brosnan's wardrobe in this is superb. Mm. Um, a new tailor um, for this film, Brioni, for an, an Italian um, tailor, uh, made all his suits for this film. Mm. Um, really bringing it up to style. And is there anybody? That wears a suit better than Brosnan. <laughs> it's true. He, he he pulls it off incredibly, and we've discussed it before as well. We've got uh, Daniel Craig um, became known for the the flick of the cuffs. Yes. Um, whereas Brosnan, it's all about the tie adjustment. It's straightening the tie, always, isn't it? Yes. always, yeah. and it's perfect. Yeah, it is. Mm. He wears some really nice stuff in this film. Mm. Um, he said during that watch along that he did during lockdown that he he has all of the suits from his film. It was in his contract that he got one of each outfit. 
Fantastic. Um, um, uh, but he says he, he can't actually fit into any of them anymore. I mean, but was, he yeah. does still have them. <laughs> Thank goodness I'm not the only one that can't. Well, not, just anything I've previously bought doesn't work anymore. The, the washing machine it's, is broken. It's, it's a problem. Everything. They do, they shrink. Yeah, mm. it's it's an issue. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, the wardrobe in this is is really good, really strong. Yeah, mm, very nice indeed. Um, but yes, little by play between the uh, Aston and the Ferrari. Um, uh, yes, we have a little, a, a nice little uh, race there. Um, nice little race, if you like. Yes, there was, uh, I believe, a crash when they were making that sequence. Uh, um, yes. The Aston did at one point collide with the Ferrari. <laughs> that, that will happen, but it's fine. It's fine. Start yeah. it out. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, however, we've discussed it before as well. Of going, mm, Aston's probably not going to keep up with that. But let's let's not worry about it. Let's not worry about no, it. No, no, no. You don't want it. No, 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 no. You don't don't look at that. No, no. Um, no and fine. I think what a choice as well. A very of its of its time. The and it's aged beautifully as well. The Ferrari, the three five five, is one of the most elegant, more modern Ferraris. Well, Ferrari, we talked about this before. Um, we're touching on our other favourite subject here of cars, but um, you, you, it, you, we've reached a point, I think, where you assume Ferraris are good looking because they're Ferraris, but actually, quite a lot of them haven't been. <laughs> no, no, we've because I know. The uh, the pubic hair man, um, Clarkson is um, he said the same, and yeah, I, I, I don't like to agree with him on all points by any stretch, but that is correct. It's like you shouldn't assume in this case, no, uh, and I however, think do with Ferrari, oh, it's a Ferrari, it must be stunning. Well, yeah, some of them aren't, some of them are right weird looking, mm, some of them are proper munters, but yeah, they are. Uh, that one uh, isn't, though, that no. one is superb. Yes, we'd all have one um, of those. And um, with Famke Janssen at the wheel, I mean, you know, it's got it all. The parsnips have been buttered. Yes, um, they certainly have. Uh, very good. Um, uh, so, yes, and that that culminates with sorting out some cyclists. Spot on. <laughs> um, yes. And then uh, Celia gets all a bit uh, fidgety. I want to stop this car. Really? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stop this car at once! Yeah, yes. cheeky, cheeky little lamb break. Release the champagne. See the deal. <laughs> see all the yeah. deal. Yeah. <laughs> you went oh, a bit partridge there. Yeah. But yes. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cashback. Yeah. So he's all sorted there. That's it. He is. Yeah, he's, he's calmed her down. It's it's a recognised technique. If you need to calm the lady down, go. Have <laughs> you had this fermented wine beverage? That's um, a great beverage, sorry. Yes, yes, he's ensured a uh, a positive review there. I think. Mm. Yes. So that that that's dealt with that. Mm. Um, and now we cut to. Uh, and I uh, just before we move on, just for a second, I'm ass- I'm assuming because. This is it's nine years since the pre-title sequence. Mm. That takes us back into the Dalton era. Now, of course, at the end of I was thinking about this at the end of License to Kill. Well, at mm. the beginning of License to Kill, sorry, Bond's License to Kill is revoked and he's effectively kicked out of the Secret Service. Mm. Um, 
we're not a country club, 007, and all of that. Mm. Um, and I require you to hand over your weapon. Um, and he's kind of goes rogue in License to Kill. And I wonder if he's been kind of bumming around for a few years and this evaluation that he's going through um, is him coming back to duty. It's, um, it's an excellent it's, interpretation. I've no, never considered it, but it's it, a bit though, doesn't it? It's like, well, he wasn't some, I mean, yes, at the end of License to Kill, there's that line of Felix's, oh, M's trying to get hold of you. I think he may have a job for you. Yes. Um, but but while we get, can I just, just a little, little License to Kill interlude there. Mm-hmm. Felix, with a with a cheeky leg off and a dead wife, is surprisingly chirpy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Oh, we can go fishing. So, what? The love of your life has been murdered, and you've not got all the limbs you started the film with, mate. <laughs> He's very cheery, isn't yeah. he? Oh, I've heard from him. He might have a job for you. It's yeah. like. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Your life's in tatters. Mm. So, yeah, sorry. I just thought yes, I'd he point is. You're quite right. He is surprisingly <laughs> cheerful given the events of the film. He's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> oh. like, oh, it's all right. He didn't mean it. <laughs> you burned him to a crisp anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> All is well. Um, anyway, uh, I don't know whether that was intentional. Uh, it's just I I always was trying to sort of rationalise the story, and I yes. thought, well, yeah, this could be his evaluation to come back to service. Yeah, um, yeah, it's had a little time away. Yeah, um, could very well be. Could bought himself well a cheeky Aston, and um, yes. has been uh, knocking around the uh, uh, southern parts of Europe as he probably would be. Um, oh, yeah, and. Uh, She's been sent out to see whether he can come back or not, and um, mm. he ensures a positive review. And, That's it. Um, yep. Yeah. Off we go to Monte Carlo, which I think is where you were about to take us. Uh, yes, because uh, we end up at uh, Casino, don't we? Um, we do. There's a funny story about this, um, which I recall from back in the day. Um, okay. Go on, then. You have yet. There's the scene where Bond pulls up outside the casino in the DB5. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he gets out, mm-hmm. and the valet comes, and etc. Um, and he is Doctor Cool at that point. Oh yeah. Well, turns out Brosnan was driving the DB5, mm-hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't driving right, and there was this awful smell, <laughs> and. He pulled it up outside the casino on the, they were getting the shot, and it was a bit smoky and a bit it smells a bit hot. <laughs> and they, um, the you know, one of the props guys goes up to it and said, Here, are you driving this thing with a handbrake on? Oh, you tit. <laughs> so, yeah, they had to let it cool down a bit and do that again. <laughs> Oops. Not so cool. No. No. Come on. Come on, Brozza. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Um, yeah. However, anyway. his coolness is reinstated um, because that's struck through the casino. Oh, yeah. Um, it's... Yeah, he's Mr. Confident, isn't he? 
I'll tell you what as well, with it being Martin Campbell directing it, mm. Daniel Craig does a very, very similar strut through the casino. Yes. Um, I think... Yes. I subtly, think... subtly different to how the others did it, because they've all done a strut through a casino. I just um, think his two... There's a some decent similarities there. Yeah, I think there is, uh, and like you say, I'm sure that's from the direction. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they both both Brosnan and Craig had studied all the other films. Yeah, um, yeah. they both said that they went back and watched all of them, um, and you know, really studied the other um, guy's interpretation of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's a certain. I mean, Brosnan just looks so good um, he's irritatingly cool even to this day you go, yes. how have you done this <laughs> yeah i know it's a thing isn't it because he didn't have it when he was younger i don't think he's um, a bit too i know what you mean he was probably he was really quite slender as a youth yeah they're almost bordering on a bit gangly yeah um and as soon as he as soon as he hit puberty that he we're really filled out a bit there, didn't he? Um, yeah, no, he certainly did for Tomorrow Never Dies. But anyway, that's another that's another review. We're not um, there yet. No, but uh, yeah, you're right. Walking into that casino, um, three piece uh, dinner suit, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, just confident, and he's just he just owns it. He's just there. That's um, it. He um, is bombed at that point. Yeah, that's it. And um, what's the chops on the top is finding it difficult to acquire some players at the table and he just pops himself down. Yep. Well, that's a bit it. of this. Yes. Mm. And he's not actually on a mission at this point. He's, he's still just bumming around. Yeah, yeah, he's loving a bit of it. Um, yeah. And it's so utterly refreshing to see him at a casino table playing Baccarat. Yeah, we didn't add that for a while. No, yeah. because... While we did have heavy casino in License to Kill, it was all it was all a bit blackjack, wasn't it? Well, it was Mexico, wasn't it? Yeah. So it was just wasn't the same. Uh, um, it quite, uh, but this is Monte Carlo. Yeah, proper Perfect. proper Perfect. game of cards. Um, yeah. Famke Janssen with the longest cigar known to man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it works, doesn't it? She's terrifying. I tell you, the character she reminds me of. Um, throughout this film, actually, is um, uh, Fatima Blush from Never Say Never Again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not Same bad, yeah. sort of character. And I think Barbara Carrera plays it in a very similar way mm. to what Famke Janssen does with it. She so enjoys being who she is. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, then she, she it's that same it. kind of overconfident, you know, um, thing. And I think it's uh, they both play it in the same in the same way. Yeah, there's um, no messing. I like that. I don't imagine for one minute that's what Famke Janssen was going for, but um, uh, but I think they're very... You can draw comparisons there. Mm. I think so. Um, mm. um, and they, they've got excellent rapport. Um, yeah. He yeah. gets her a drink. He delivers his first introductory line with his name. Yes. Yeah, I think he he's talked about he, he had a lot of trouble with that that you know Bond James Bond mm. um, of you know 
didn't want to say it the way Sean said it and didn't want to say it the way Roger said it. And he, you know, he had a lot of trouble trying to work. And in the end, he just thought, well, you know, it's mine now. I'm going to do it my way. And, you know, I just need to leave the other guys behind. Yeah. Um, that's that's fair because I don't, I think the way you did it is perfect in that film. Mm. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Uh, but, my favourite delivery of it is still Doctor No, with with Sean halfway through lighting a cigarette. <laughs> yes, it couldn't be more casual if he tried. And considering yeah. he was quite, quite the unknown and quite the novice actor to pull yeah. off something that suave. That may not have been him. That may have been Terence Young. It could well have been. It probably was. The execution was still Sean. Yes, it was. And um, it was perfect. Like you mm. say, you'll, they'll never, none of them will ever beat that. No. No, yeah. No, no, well, that's it. I mean, the, the, day, the day is long since past now where it's, you're going to see Bond with a cigarette on the go. Well, they don't now, do they? No, Bond kind of doesn't smoke anymore. No, um, even if we go back to the rumoured, oh, it's going to be set in period, I bet there won't be smoking. I bet there won't be any smoking in it. No, mm. not anymore. Yeah. Um, no, indeed. Um, they've actually in the uh, not talking about the Daniel Craig era, but they've actually in the more recent films actually accelerated his drinking rather than the smoking. I mean, in No Time to Die, he was right on the bottle in that. He was. He was right on it. Perhaps not as much as M, as we discussed. Well, <laughs> thirsty, are we? Thirsty today, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> True. Mm. A lot of drinking in No Time to Die. Anyway. Yeah, um, that's, it's surprising any of them can do a single thing. You think they'd be riddled with gout. Absolutely trolleyed all the time. Constantly. <laughs> and it's it's not like, oh, we're just going to have a casual bottle of beer. They're all just banging whiskey back. Like that's right. Half a like bottle of whiskey has gone. Yeah. That's right. Indeed. More tea, Vicar. Yes. Good heavens. Uh, yes. Um. Yeah, he's anyway. not, he's as near as drinky in this one. Um, no. Uh, so we've had that. Uh, we, we get, get the introdu- introduction of the admiral. No, oh, yeah, the the really freakishly weird admiral. The Can- he he's is, Canadian, as I recall, isn't he? Yeah, Canadian he Air is, Force or something like he that. He is weird, isn't it? That character. Yeah. Um, um, so they go back to. Uh, Go back to his his boat yacht Manticore, I believe. Manticore, yes, yeah. very good. Yes, uh, that's where Bond has a little snap, and we get the line where oh god, we've even commented on it before. Oh um, yeah, M approves you that to observe Miss d- d- on the top, um, but stipulates no strictly contact. no contact. No, without prior it. approval, yes. Just you'll stay on the top of things. Um, oh, dear. God, it's yeah, bad. It's bad. It is bad, and Brosnan's little smile. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's right. It's, it's, I think he realised she's a bit too mental to have a little go. Um, uh, yes, he doesn't with her, does he? You're right. No, um, no he doesn't go anywhere near that. No, no, no she tries, but he's a, that's a hard no from him. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> the, the, ad, the Admiral... <laughs> Ends up back on the on the sexy yacht and uh, <laughs> doesn't come off too well there, does it? Uh, no, but I mean, he died with a weird grin on his face, didn't he? 
it's quite a scene that actually for a Bond film. Yeah, you go, um, what's happening here? It's like she's all spruced up in the old lingery. Um, he's uh, not. He's letting it all hang out. Yeah, that's it. Well, yeah, well, he has let himself go, and he. I mean, the chubby we're, little admiral there. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're all like that, really. Uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's it's true. Um, so so he's he's having a whale of a time, and then and the old sexy thighs get a good old grip on him. Considering this film was released under a twelve certificate, that's mm. it's it's quite a sequence. Yeah, that. that's a difficult um, one because you can imagine having that conversation with the kids at the time again. Uh, yeah, what's happening there then? Oh, well, well, well now, um, yeah, he thought he was going to get his end away. However. <laughs> she's got a sexy death grips thighs right round him and squeeze the life out of him. <laughs> the sexy death grips thighs. Yeah. That's, that's that's surprisingly difficult to say. <laughs> um yes, she uh yes, and she has a little squeeze. Yeah. Uh, but if you're going to go fuck it, might as well go for it. No more admiral. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. There are worse ways to buy it. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. So we get that. Um... But there's a weird thing here. Mm. He then uh, might be skipping over a slight bit here, but just to touch on this, he then gets her onto the warship where the helicopter is. Yeah. So they must have a. A passable double. You see, I've written this down. But they don't mention that. There's no reference to that at all. No, there's no reference to it. It's implied. Nothing yeah. more. Uh, which leads me on to going, well, and I've got a whiff of the old Thunderball about it, isn't it? Well, exactly. It's it's Commandant Daval of NATO, isn't That's it? it. Uh, it's the same in, thing. But we don't um, have a suave Italian. We've got a chubby... <laughs> Chubby, chubby little, little Canadian. Canadian. It's not the same at all. Is it? No. no. But and the hat is too far back on your head. Yeah. Um, no, we didn't have any of that. Of that. <laughs> There's. Um... Yeah, that is weird, isn't it? And they just completely skip over it. And, um, I think and you I... just see sort of the back of his head and a hand, mm. and you don't just... see. Part of that me at thinks all. that was just a nice little nod. Yeah, like... maybe it was. Yeah, maybe it was like that they've, um, they've got a double of this admiral. Um, although, given how into her he seems to be, he mm. might well have got her on the boat anyway. Um, taken her yeah. as a guest, they probably didn't have to kill him. No, um, but, well, it's giggle, isn't it? Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Not if you're the admiral. Um, when Bond. Pops himself onto the yacht and yes, I skipped slightly ahead there, but no, yes. that that's fine. There's only it's only a hint of skipping. It's not an issue. Mm. Um, oh, his got... outfit, the blazer, oh, the cream blazer. trousers. Oh, he so he got up in the morning. And goes, I'm going to inspect this yacht. Must mm. dress in my yacht outfit. Yes, it is, isn't it? Yes. This is yes. This calls for the yachting outfit. Yes. So where's the blazer? Yes. But one of my favourite bits of that is the um, he's having a little snoop around mm. and he sees the reflection of the assailant dressed in full uh, <laughs> full boatman gear. He's, he's got his own yacht outfit, yes. Yes, but you can tell he's a pauper. Um, oh, yeah, he's servant, yeah. But Bond weaponises a towel 
And does. then, after he's dealt with the assailant, just dabs himself down. Just dab the brow. Just there. This, is, this, this is hot work. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So Again, that... so unbelievably cool. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and what is fantastic as well, I've seen some behind the scenes photography of Pierce um, waiting to shoot this scene uh, and his daughters with him. Oh, right. And they've clearly both been reading the scene because they both started acting out. Someone took some candid photographs of him, really? him, him acting it out with his daughter. He was practicing. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm, it's pretty cool. That's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, as we've said before, he was so delighted to finally be Bond. Mm. He just so wanted to do it. Um, yeah. And he was so happy. As well, he should. It's just a masterpiece. Um, it is. So, yeah, like you said, we end up getting Crazy Rusky Lady onto the boat. Um, mm-hmm. And ultimately, they nick the fancy Tiger helicopter, which is impervious to EMPs. Remember this salient point. Yes, um, it's a very important point, that. Yeah. Um, uh, little uh, behind-the-scenes tip here. She is... Uh, when she is... Um, down in the boat and the real pilots come out and she whistles and they turn and she shoots them the guy on the left is the stuntman who did the swallow dive off the dam at the beginning oh, very good, nice yes. little nod there you can tell from the hair he's got the Brosnan hair oh okay <laughs> But yes, I forget his name, which is really bad. I should know his name, but it's it's him. Um, the the one on the left is is the same. Oh, very same good guy. Yeah, I like that. Well done, you. <laughs> um, so that's when we cut to. Uh, well, Bond Russia. goes up the gangplank. Yeah, so um, he has a little chase, gets pinned up against the wall, and goes, "Someone's nicking at me." He went, "Oh, too late, it's gone." Well, it's gone. Face. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I could have stopped that. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. So the Tiger helicopter is stolen. The prototype mm. Tiger helicopter is stolen. Yeah. Um, By our sexy Russian lady. That's it. And uh, what we assume. Is Oromov? Well, it's Oromov when they land. Um, Mind you, yeah, you don't know where they stopped on route, do you? That's fair. Yeah, it doesn't look like Oromov when they take off. I can't believe he would be there himself. No, that would be a bit um, weird. So, yeah, um, so yeah, cut to the scene in the radar station at 7 Eye. Yeah, we've now got a sequence that Bond actually isn't in. And that's which it. Which is uh, quite nice. Yeah, yeah so we're, we're having a little set the scene. We've got... Uh, Boris being his weird self. Oh, Alan Cummings as Boris. <laughs> just genius cast. Just brilliant. Yeah. yeah. With I am uh, invincible. Yeah, yes. The world's greatest hacker and computer genius, who, God forbid, could use a couldn't use a password that's not based on oh, a dictionary let's not, word. Let's not get into the tech. Let's let's not get into the tech because we'll tear it to pieces. Tonight's episode, by the way, is sponsored by IBM for all your 14.4 modem and 500 meg hard drive needs. Yes, um, don't worry, that is on my list. Um, <laughs> thought it might be. Yeah. So we've got... 
so there oh, the he IBM is. product placement in this is off the charts. <laughs> Dear, so, I mean, it's this. It's not a patch on product placement in the Daniel Craig ones, but still. Oh no, Ford wins that battle absolutely. <laughs> but... mm, with Sony not far behind. Oh, that's true. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, this. They're right in front of you and can open very large doors. Large doors, yes. <laughs> yeah, but then she t- she only presses three keys and a, a oh, seven-letter word appears. A very interesting style of typing that she does. Sort of align keys, uh, align fingers <laughs> on keys, and then just mash around a little. Yeah, the right word will come out. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, and Alan Cummings, who only ever types with one hand. Uh, yes. Left hand. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what his dominant hand is, if I'm honest. I... No, we could say Boris is left-handed. That's fair enough. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, they stereotyped, I'll be honest. Do you think? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Apart from Natalia. Oh, Natalia. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. Right, who's going to have a go at pronouncing her full name? <laughs> The character's name. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't. Uh, I can't even remember. She gives a middle name, doesn't she? At one point, Natalia Fiora de Semyonova. No, you cocked that up. I think um, I might have, but it's yeah. not bad. But I'm not Russian, I'm afraid. Natalia Fyodorova Semyonova. Oh, there you go. Good enough. There you go. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's, why can't they? It's just not easy names, is it? No. I yeah. I don't know. I mean, presumably Nat for short. Um, yeah. Although they never refer to her as that. No, Natalia I can cope with. Just the one yeah. one bit of the name, that's fine. You could practice yeah. that. But to get through the weird security thing, they have to say the... F- yeah. Um, uh, but if we're into pronouncing names, the in, there's a, a problem with a pronunciation a bit later on that actually one of the characters stumbles over and it's in the film. Mm. Um but anyway, we'll come back to that. Um, um, yeah, so we end up yeah, So there we are in the, in the Russian programming lab. Yep. Um, and this is where we discover the helicopter turns up, the golden eye is a thing, and it's it up. can be activated with two weird things. Two weird <laughs> things that look... Yeah, I... Mm. Very weird. Yeah, I've got nothing. It bears no resemblance to any tech I've ever dealt with. No, Um, some sort of mounted crystal thing in a... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't know. So that that goes. They set the the target as Seven Eye itself. There's another satellite up there for them to do naughty things with. Yeah. So they're going to sacrifice the first one. Um, Yeah. To uh, erase the trace of the crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think we need to touch on um, um, uh, Ms. Onatop's. Um, uh, what's icy. the word? Leathery um, outfit? No, uh, although what? that is marvelous. Um, no, her um, reaction to um, killing everyone. Oh. Oh, yeah, she makes, uh, mm, well, what can only does. be described as dirty sex noises. Yeah. And I love the look that Uramov gives her in that. He's like, 
Oh, uh, oh, she's flying on the way back. I'm not keen on this. That's yeah. the look he gives. That's right. Like, I mean, he's a psycho, but even he finds her a bit much. Yeah, he's a nutty Russian general, and he's looked over and went, "Whoa, oh, that we got one here. <laughs> we got a right one here." <laughs> yeah, she's uh, having a little shoot with her AK, and she. Bloody loves a bit of that. She 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 enjoys that, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Perhaps a bit too much. Um, but there you go. Yeah. A little bit. Can't can't be helped. Um, but again, it's it's Fatima Blush, isn't it? She just so enjoys being who she is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we have a bit of that. Murder all of the witnesses. Destroy all the evidence. On your way. Mm-hmm. Oh, who did we forget? Oh, we missed one there, didn't we? Even though I had to ventilate someone. Mm, yeah. Classic, classic Bond villain issue there. Don't verify that you've killed them. Just assume. No, don't check it. No, just assume all is well. Yeah, That's yeah. That's it. Don't so, see, this is the problem with all these criminal organisations. So that that's it. Natalia has lived to see another day, uh, although she doesn't get off, get off lightly because she thinks all is well, then... The satellite strikes seven iron, then she can't get out. And then when she thinks she can get out, the bloody antenna comes through the ceiling. Yeah, she's she's using up quite a lot of her lives there. Yeah. All in all, she's had a crap half hour. It's not great. Yeah. No. It's not great. uh, And she spilled her coffee. Oh man. And when when the old dish comes through the roof, don't half mess up her hairdo. Um (laughs) It's true. uh, Yeah. Um, it's all over the place. That it's a strange scene there because great sadness, but also moments of great comedy in it. Oh uh, um, yeah, it's you know she's looking at all the bodies of her colleagues and she's covering up her friend with a jacket, and then we wouldn't um, old woman if one came and sat on his head. Head, yes, yeah. her, yes, yeah. that's right. Yes. That one, yeah, yeah. She gets a bullet through the noggin. Oh um, yeah, but um. Yeah, she um, manages to get out. Yeah, so all is well. But while this is all unfolding, uh, we we cut back to Bond. We're back at MI6, at the new MI6. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, the real one. The real one. Um, well, probably not, but it certainly looks like it from the outside. Well, the um, exteriors are. Yeah. Yes. So we've, we've got a bit of that. We get our introduction of our new money penny. Uh, yes, Samantha. Uh, Samantha. 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 Uh, I didn't realise she was so terribly posh. <laughs> Samantha Bond. Yes. Um, Very good choice. Very good oh, choice. Oh, yep, 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 yep. We come back to the parsnips uh, reference again. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, we get we get Tanner, which is a, a very nice addition. Yes, he's he's very good. Yeah. Um, Bit of exposition. Yep. Yep. And then we arrive at our new M. Oh. Glorious. Yep. Glorious. The uh, evil queen of numbers. Yes. Uh, it's an interesting thing in these early scenes. They're, they're setting her up very much as, you know, follows the follows the data, follows the opinion of her analysts, and is very, quite. very data-driven, very number-driven. But we never come back to that. In any other fish, she never has that character trait again. In fact, in the later films, she's very emotional, emotionally driven. 
Um, well, maybe maybe James, didn't it? Yeah. Well, there yeah. you go. Well, um, but yeah, they those two play off one another superbly throughout that mm. entire scene, and mm. yeah, it's a scene that we're all very familiar with, and we don't. I mean, we don't need to go into it in great detail, but the thing that I'd like to focus on is the fact that they they don't entirely get on. No, that's clear How, right from the very beginning, isn't it? Yes. However, when she issues him with his orders and he gets up and very elegantly buttons uh, the jacket, <laughs> mm. walks to the door, Bond, come back alive. So there's this, a little, there's a sort of little lift of the lips from Pierce as he departs, a bit excellent bit of acting. But there's also, <laughs> I mean, it's verging on a grin from M. Yeah. And... Which is something you wouldn't expect. You go, actually, she is very, very keen on him remaining part of the team. She knows yeah. he's good, but doesn't want to let him know that he's good. I exactly she knows he'll get the job done um mm. that little smile that she gives while she's looking back down at the paperwork on her desk mm. that i like to think is a little nod back to octopussy when bond leaves m's office at the beginning and he's stolen the fabergé egg mm. um you know and um M's good God. And, yeah. um, I switched it with the fake during the auction and all of that. Um, when um, Bond leaves his office, M gives a little smile as he's yeah, leaving. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was bad, but he's on it. He's I approve sort, enormously. But he's yeah. going to sort this. Yes. Mm. I can't approve of that, but he's going to, he's on this. Yeah. Yes. It's the same look. Yeah. Um, like, uh, you know, yeah, he's. I, I can't officially approve of any of this, but he's on it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So that's that was excellent. Um, and then we end up down. Uh, we cut to Q's lab from here, don't we? Oh yeah, we do, don't we? That's right. Yes, he goes down to um, get his bits and bobs. Yeah, yeah, get his bits and bobs. Uh, ah, no, we don't. No, we don't. We've skipped a scene. Uh, what do we get? Um, after the M's office, it cuts to Russia. And the um, the meeting. Oh, it does, doesn't it? With uh, mm. Defence Minister Dmitry Mishkin. Yes, um, and, um, and Michael Wilson is is one of his cronies. Yes, he's sat at the big table, isn't he? Yes, he is. Um, yeah, so we have the uh, Defence Minister questioning Oromov <laughs> about the events. <laughs> this is where Mishkin mangles Oromov's name. Yeah. If you listen to it, it's yeah, just... Good a... George. What? <laughs> Sorry, you just had a stroke. <laughs> Sorry, what? say that one more time. He completely... <laughs> he completely mangles it, but they, they uh, left it in. It sounded Russian, so it's fine. <laughs> that will do. That was. Yeah. Sorry, that was just a noise. <laughs> yeah. Um. Right. While we're on the topic of defence, Dmitry Mishkin, can I bring up the topic of his incredibly oddly shaped facial hair? It's 
a very weird beard, isn't it? Weird beard, it's, yes, very nice. It's, it's a very weird beard. It is. It's, it's sort of started as a goatee, but it's got a bit out of hand. Yeah, it's a goatee. I like it with wings. It's, but what are you doing, man? It's very strange, isn't it? Maybe that's why he can't speak properly. I got my beard stuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. He yeah. injects a lot of comedy. In. Supposed yeah, yeah. to be there. He's meant to be a very serious, stern Russian minister. <laughs> and all he is is a source of comedy because he can't <laughs> shave properly or speak. He's a babbling weirdo at the end of the table. Oh, what? Yes, because without sounding harsh um, or <laughs> or stereotyping, it's oh god, hang on, I'm trying to remember his name. Um, I'm gonna have to look it up. Bear with me just for a, a brief moment. <laughs> uh, where is he? Where is he? There he is. Oh my god, I can't even begin to say his actual name. Oh, the actor's name. Yeah, uh, because we well, don't have to. You just you know, honestly, he crops up in so many things. Um, <laughs> he does. Uh. But he always plays generic European person with an accent, <laughs> right? Because yeah, well, he's got that look, hasn't he? He does. Um, you remember he was, um, oh, for goodness sake, um, he was the villain in the original Bad Boys film, uh, Fouché. Oh, yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. Any time there has to be a sort of foreign, yeah, a bit of a, possibly a bit of a shit. Um, yeah. Yes, random Eastern European goon. Yeah. Yes. I know we can get. Oh, he's brilliant <laughs> for that. You'll love yeah. him. Um, but yes, uh, he's. Oh, he, he was an actor that was used a hell of a lot and still is. Yeah, yeah. He, and he does a good job. I, I, we take the piss out of his pronunciation, but <laughs> that I, wasn't a pronunciation. All right, <laughs> it was. No, no, it wasn't. It was a. He just lost the will with it halfway through. Yeah, not not so good. But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> he styled it out. It was fine. Yes. Uh, oh my goodness me! This will explain the odd accent. I've just uh, had a quick Google of him. I'm like I said, I, I I've got nothing on his first name. I <laughs> would you like Let's me to? Can I spell yeah. it for you? Have a go. Have a go. Let me write it down so right. I, I can have a go myself. Right. T C yeah. H. Oh, we've gone wrong already. <laughs> e with a little accent above it. Oh. K. Why? Uh, <laughs> Go on then. Uh, no. Yeah, that, um, that doesn't nothing. work, does it? No, no. There's there's a lot of letters all in the so, wrong order. There. Um, so che- right. the, yeah, you're not going to win a Scrabble with that. Che- no. Shaky. Che- if you like. Che- I got shaky. Because the the little accent above the e. It's, it's sort of intonation, so it'll be te, che. Oh. It won't be an e; it'll be an e. So yeah. it's che, he? I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
that, that's him. <laughs> that's a fella. Uh, yeah. But allow me to explain why the accent might be a bit all over the place. He's born in Istanbul, but then grew up in Paris. Oh, that's going to ruin it. All <laughs> over the shop <laughs> with all of the accents there. Yeah. So, yes. Um, there you go. Right. Oh, we've spent far too long on, on a relative significant character. Uh, yeah, but it's important <laughs> to cover these things. Um, so from there, that's when we end up. Uh, with Q, isn't it? That's Follow what we ended with Q, because Uramov is then in that um, more people survived than he knew about. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was uh, aware yes. only of the one, the Boris Kishenko. And that's right, the level two programmer. Yes. No, um, no, 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 no. Natalia was a level two programmer. Oh, yes. That's right. Yes, you're right. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yes. No, they're good to correct that. Yeah. yeah, she works yeah, yeah. on the guidance system. <laughs> so, so, so. <laughs> yeah, well, as it turned out, that was the only bit that worked properly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. I think I had a feeling we've probably watched this more often than we've needed to. I don't think, yeah, I, I mean, in yes, every time we've done a Bond review, I, I do so in the knowledge that, oh, well, if I don't get to watch it, it's okay because I yeah, can we'll probably all be right. That's <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so we end up at Q's lab. Uh, in the background, we see a lot of nonsense. Um, it's a great scene, actually. There's a lot yeah. of fun things going on, and Desmond Llewellyn isn't reading from a cue card at all. Um, and um, it's it's all fine. Yeah, uh, but yeah. The, but the the gadgets he actually gets given aren't aren't daft. They're verging on sensible, which is quite yeah. nice because I think I think with it being the first outing is for Brosnan as Bond. It's not been re- too reliant on the gadgets. He gets his he gets his pen and they blow up Fred. Um, <laughs> Sorry about this, Fred. Yes. Yeah, uh, gets his little uh, gets his new belt, doesn't he? It's tested for one double oh seven. That's right. Yes, you can clearly see Desmond that he's looking straight past Brosnan mm. um, when he's expect out shoots a piton. Yes, yes. It, yes. All of that. Uh, All of that. Pointless get, BMW. Oh yeah. I mean, we've said it before, and we'll say it again. Worst Bond car ever. Yeah, it is. It, 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 it's it's, a, it's not a good car. It's not a good car. It doesn't do anything. No. And it's forgettable. And we'll put it it's in the box. It's purely for product placement. It has uh, no other place in the story. No, no um, uh, that's it. So, yeah, I'm, I have no intention to dwell on that whatsoever. The fact that he has to list five forward gears as one of its key features. Yeah. <laughs> and as we know from Top Gear, even they don't work properly. So, uh, yeah, not not a good car. No, really nope. bad. No, really make that go away. Bad. But the rest uh, of Q's lab is lovely. Nicely updated in the new building. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah, a bit fancier, um, and a lot of the silliness going on behind, which is good. Yeah. Uh, and then man stuck in a phone box. Yeah, excellent. Uh, X-ray document scanner. Don't touch yeah. that. That's my lunch. That's my lunch. Yes. <laughs> All of that. That's so, quite a lunch, actually. It was quite hefty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's got a lot of there's a fair amount of meat and greenery in there. He's yeah. tied him over till dinner without any issues whatsoever. For a man of his advanced years, yeah, that's a 
Mm. Yes. A sizable portion. Um, you could say that, yeah. Yep, so X-ray document scanner, uh, British Airways ticket to St. Petersburg, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, cut to the scene of the plane, getting off, and we get the introduction of a character that I could probably live without. Jack Wade. Um, now, this is the first time we've had an actor previously played a villain return oh, as yes. a, co- a completely different character. Um, Brad Whitaker from Living Daylights. Living Daylights, played by Joe Don Baker. Yeah. Mm. Um, he was a bit irritating in that, if I'm honest. As well. He's a bit irritating in that because you don't really think of him as the main villain. You, no. you think of Koskoff as the main villain. Um, yeah, you do. Because, played I mean, much better by Jeroen Crabbe. Yeah, um, and yeah, I mean, and it's nice that we all think that because that helps enormously. It does help enormously. Anyway, that's Living Daylights. But yeah, um, yeah, Jack Wade's a strange character, isn't he? It should have been Felix, but it's yeah. not. Yeah, I don't... Um, probably because Felix is still on crutches, I should imagine. Um, mm, yeah, the leg hasn't grown back just yet. No, um, not just yet, no. Uh, that comes later, um, but um, yeah, it's a bit yeah, of a tricky yeah, one. a fairly pointless character who really only exists for exposition. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, it sort uh, of lays out how things are working over there in Russia. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's great and all, and nice bond if he likes a bit of gardening and yeah. Oh, that's... Muffy, uh, <laughs> third wife, third wife, <laughs> <laughs> mm. and his lovely little car. Uh, no. No, she's an ugly little bitch, but she'll get you there, except she doesn't. No, she um, doesn't. She broke down on the only journey that we've seen the car take. Uh, do you want... <laughs> yeah, do you want to in that never in there, Jimbo? Square. Yeah. Yes. Right. Old, old, big old sledge. <laughs> in that little square where there appears to be no exit and the cars behind them are just going round. Yeah, cheeky little circles. Possibly the only character in Bond to call him Jimbo? No, the ta- well, Jimbo, yes, the taxi driver in Live and Let Die calls Jim. Yeah, Jimbo, I think, is... is Jimbo is reserved, unique. Yeah, reserved purely right. for Wade there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> Jimbo. Dreadful. Um, and, however, we then get the introduction of a marvellous uh, character. Now we've got a high point. Yeah. yeah. Good God, me, I swear it'll be the end of me. Yeah. Yes. Um, Valentin Dmitriev Zukovsky, yeah, played by the late great Robbie Coltrane. How really he late, will great. be missed, yes, he will be missed. And he was another one who was delighted to be in a Bond film, mm. and really, he played really it, it to yeah. perfection, yeah, he did. Even though, again, his character's got a lot of exposition, a lot of explaining to do, mm. um, a lot of history to lay out that these two know each other from old and. This is what he's doing now, and he knows a bit about the villain, but he doesn't really know him. And there's a lot of talk with him, um, mm. but you don't care because any moment with with Coltrane on screen is is great. Um, uh, yeah, and it, it, he was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I, I just he was, yeah, just a genius bit of casting and a character that will. Will forever be remembered. I know he cropped up again, but it did crop up again, and no doubt we'll cover that in a future review. But in yeah. this, he's yeah, 
just and the yeah the chemistry between him and and Braza. Um, yeah, really good. Um, yeah, uh, we're probably glossing over a, a, a sneaky little cameo in the background as well. Of um, uh, Mini Driver, yes, yeah. uh, as Irina singing "Stand by Your Man" in Russian. a cat. <laughs> that is a me, uh, Irina, my mistress. <laughs> yes. very, very talented, girl. very talented girl. Yes, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah, I lovely. Like, I like. I like that she popped in for a giggle. Yeah, absolutely. Now it was yeah. nice that she's there. Um, so yes, and there's get... the the slightly side scene in Valentin's, presumably his sort of private office, where they're explaining the whole Lienz Cossack thing. Yeah, um, about again a lot of a lot of exposition to lay out there, but I think they do it really well. Um, That's it because it's. <sighs> It's a, sign- a, a true and significant part of history. Yeah, that's real history. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and the fact that it's written into the story and yeah. sets the scene. You, I mean, the first time you see it, you don't see it coming, but when it's happened, you go, "Oh, bloody hell, yes!" Yeah, that's right. Um, it really makes it live, and it makes it gives you a really strong motivation for Trevelyan's mm. character. Mm. Um, something that we are sadly lacking in some later films. Um, um, saying nothing. Um, no. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we have a that bit of that. So it's implied that Valentin is going to uh set up the meets uh because Bond's staying at the Grand Hotel Europe. He's yes. having cheeky cheeky swim, gets out, and there's everyone's favourite uh thigh wielding <laughs> hench lady. Yes. Um, you don't so, the gun. Commander, depends on your definition of safe sex. It was almost <laughs> Connery when he. It was. It was. It was. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, a bit of a bit of Connery on his shoulder there. I think that's it. So there's a bit of there's a little bit of rough and tumble as it gets a bit heated. <laughs> some some chap, rotund chap with a beard, comes in and gets a bucket <laughs> to the face. A bucket in the face for no apparent reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what's going on in here? <laughs> Some, you're clearly assaulting that poor lady. Bucket. Oh God, I've got yeah. <laughs> spark out on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and he came in. No, for a no, towel. no. No more <laughs> foreplay. So cheeky little Walther in the face. Yeah. Off we go. Off we pop. We go to the weird sort of statue yard. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I must say I've had a lovely, lovely evening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Once again, the pleasure was all yours. Uh, yep. So, little, little, tw- little club round the back of the head. Sweet yep. dreams or pleasant dreams, whatever it was. Um, and off he yeah, wanders to have a little look about in the really odd. We've got this as here in Russia. We have scrapyards for statues. Yeah, it's a weird uh, set, but I think it works really well with all the oh, strange yeah. angled shadows and the way they lit it. Um, mm. I, I think it works really well. Yeah, um, yeah. With That's the, it. The big Lenin head over in the corner, and oh yeah, yeah. Um, Soviet as you like. Um, yeah, well, of course, we forget watching it now how fresh all that was. Um, yeah, not a lot of time had passed, to be honest. No, uh, uh, and that, a few years, and then then we get the familiar voice from the shadows. Hello, James. Hello, James. <laughs> Oh, that accent. Mm. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
just brilliant. And the, the Brozza's face is, what is this nonsense? Yeah, he does play it extremely mm. well. Um, he's got a good face in this. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Put it away, James. Yeah. I have anticipated every move. All yeah. of that. All of that, yeah. Cheeky little cool. dart to the neck. That's cool, yes. Oh, yes, of course. Yes, closing time, James. Yep, so a bit of that. Dart yeah. to the neck, sleepy time, wake up, random Russian bird screaming at you while you're tied to a helicopter. I'm a little tied up. Never mind. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. So we get the, the excellence of an escape again. You look at it and go, it says eject. That can't be sensible. A fucking helicopter, you lunatic. No. <laughs> you're going to gonna turn to a miss. Yeah, right. uh, I but, did wonder about that. But fortunately, yeah. someone thought that through. So eject those blades. Don't don't worry about any innocent bystanders nearby getting a blade to the face. <laughs> oh, no, um, don't worry about that. No, no, as long as the pilots are all right. <laughs> that's it. Cute, a nice ejection. Helps Natalia out. She gives him a good old kicking. Um, yeah, she's not into that. No, no, she's she's not she's not ready for an assistance out of a helicopter. Uh, mm, thank nope. you, all of the Russian military, AKs to the face. Um, oh dear. Yeah, all of that. There they all are. Yeah, awfully quickly. Oh yeah. It's um, as if it's premeditated that. So yeah, we do a bit of that. Yeah, but it's not, is it? Because they're supposed to have been blown up. Mm, which is weird. I don't get yeah. it, but. That's but again, problem. classic Bond villain failure. Don't mm. check it's worked. Just assume it'll all go fine. Yeah, I mean, shooting them right there and then is just not direct enough. No, 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 you can't do that. No, no, you see, you don't understand how this works. No. <laughs> um, however, it does still work in their favour, be them being captured by Russians and they've got uh, a British secret agent and a 7 eye programmer, as they stated yeah. in, in the interview when Mish... Mishkin pops in again with his oh, crazy beard. Good, 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 good. <laughs> He's, it's right. Uh, because he asked him. Enunciate. <laughs> and what method of uh, what execution should we do or whatever it is? Uh, but he can Wait, do all that. He says, Mr. Bond. He goes, yeah, it's one syllable. Don't you, That's a no name. He can do that one. He's <laughs> yes. no point in showing off. <laughs> and, he doesn't have a go at her name, no. though, does he? No. <laughs> Nope, so that's that's probably Ooh. for the best. Um, yeah, then... Brosnan doesn't want to get him. Yeah. See, yeah, that's... yeah. Well, today, nobody takes the trouble to do a really sinister interrogation. That's it. Um... Said in that way, only Brosnan can say it. Uh... <laughs> yeah, and then Natalia spills all the beans, and Michigan's like, oh, you're saying something about the lost art of interrogation, Mr. Bond. <laughs> I got, I got, yeah, she's spilled the beans. She's not ready for a, a, a Soviet interrogation. She's not up for that. So. No, she's not interested in that. Well, she actually doesn't care, does she? I mean, no. she just, no, she doesn't care whose motivation is what no. or who's there for what. She's, she doesn't, she's not part of any of it. No, quite. Uh, then, then Mishkin's favorite man pops in. Oh, it's Gagaguru. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fear we have just ruined this for everyone. Uh, yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, I've seen, I've seen this uh, gun in the hands of an of enemy. It's like, do you even know who the enemy is, Jim? <laughs> I uh, have to say, he plays Uramov extremely well. Yeah. 
And then, yeah, he shoots, shoots the guard, shoots Mishkin, and goes, yeah. then sets the scene over again. Defense finisher, Dimitri Mishkin, killed by British agent. Well, British agent James to Bond. escape. <laughs> yeah. He does play it extremely he well. He goes a bit of camp at the end. Oh, trying to escape. He does. Yeah, all right, calm down. Mind you, he's got a bit of a bendy leg at the beginning. Huh? Oh, yeah. If you look at the way he's standing when he shoots Trevelyan in the pre-title sequence, mm. like one leg stuck out, hand on the hips, it's like, oh, hello. <laughs> Have you seen my barrel? Yeah. <laughs> See, again, we've just ruined that for everyone as well. Godfrey John is the name of the actor. I just looked it up. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, he's, he's, I'm not sure about him. I, he could go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Go either way, yeah. That, that, that's fine. I don't, we don't object to such things. <laughs> but yeah, it does. Occasionally, it does. There's a hint of campness in the There is. Yeah, there um, is. <laughs> so then we have an escape from quite the secure Russian facility. Uh, all that's going on. Natalia obviously hunkers down, gets herself caught again. Yeah. And we arrive at the scene that possibly is one of the most iconic of the film. Yeah, I think so. One of the right. most iconic of the series, I would say. Yeah, fly... Flings himself out of the window, courtesy of his uh, belt with the piton. With the piton, uh, yes. Uh, uh, and then eyes up a cheeky little escape vehicle there. Um, yeah, very handy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, we've punched in a lovely tank there. Even though the one he looks at uh, is actually nowhere near uh, where he comes out and there's several other vehicles in the way, and he's going to have to spend about an hour of manoeuvring it. Um, yeah, he's. We won't worry about that. No, don't worry about that. Uh, no. So out, out he pops. Cue the music. Well, now it's interesting you should mention the music. Mm. There's a thing here. Um, generally, and I mentioned this at the beginning that I think this film has a weak point, and mm. I, it, I think it's the music. Um, I don't like Eric Serra's score for this at all. I think it detracts from most of the scenes. Um, I think it's very weak. It doesn't. It doesn't work for me at all. Um, I think the score um, is 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 this film's big weak point. Okay. Um, I don't like what Eric Serra did with it at all, and neither, it turns out, did Martin Campbell. There's something in the DVD documentary that I spent some time with, and he says that the the music that Eric Serra delivered to go under the tank chase mm. was the, when they edited it together, the, the pitch, the registration of the music matched exactly to the sounds of the tank's engine. And the music oh. just disappeared under the special effects. Mm. So he phoned up, Campbell phoned up Eric Serra in France and said, look, this track you've delivered doesn't work. It, it's disappearing under the special effects. Um, it's not strong enough. It's not, you know, this is the big action set piece. Um, and the music's just disappearing. Um, can you can you do something else? Can you Can you change it? Can you, you know, do something different with it? And, of course, I suppose, being French. Um, no. Just, no. You're just... Turn down the effects. Was, no. 
I'm not going to do. We've spent a lot of effort getting all the noises in there. No, I'm not just going to turn it down. I want different music. And it's just, no, I'm not going to do it. Mm. No, the music's the music. I'm not changing it. So uh, Martin Campbell took it upon himself to have a word with another composer that he knew, John Altman, um, and had a completely new piece of music composed for that sequence. It doesn't appear on the soundtrack album, but if you listen to um, that sequence, the music is completely different to the rest of the film. And it's uh, because yes, Martin, it Martin Campbell commissioned a different piece of music because he didn't, he couldn't work with what Eric Serra delivered. Serra wouldn't change it. So Campbell said, right, well, sod you, I'm going to get something else written. And that's mm. what's in the film. Um, Very good. It doesn't, it doesn't appear on the soundtrack album. Eric Serra's original appears on the soundtrack album. Um, mm. But the piece of music that's in the film, uh, Martin Campbell had commissioned himself at the last minute um, because what had been delivered to him just didn't work. Uh, and well, he, wasn't, he wasn't having it. That's to be commended because there's some good music on that bit. Mm. But it doesn't match the rest of the score. And that's no. why. Different composer. He's okay. not credited on the film. Um, yeah. And it doesn't appear on the soundtrack album. That's some good knowledge. I like that. Well done. Yeah. Well, I thought you'd like that. Yeah. yeah. There's also weird. something interesting about the tank, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, go on then. We, uh, you and I know this, but do, do, <laughs> yes. the, do the keen listeners. The, the tank sequence was shot at the uh, Leavesden um, well, studio. It, it, it was only a studio because the Bond team turned it into one disused mm. airfield um but at leaveston uh the fake saint petersburg um well although some of it were apparently some of it was actually shot in saint petersburg with a tank um impressive which I, nonetheless which i didn't know um again it's in the document the dvd commentary mm. but um yeah the, certainly everything they did with brosnan was done at uh leaveston um and uh, shooting also at Leavesden at that time uh, was Red Dwarf. And Red Dwarf had got themselves a bit stuck in this particular episode in that they didn't have a, a, a sort of... They needed something in a scene to sort of transition from one thing to the next. Um, and uh, there was all this Bond stuff going on sort of in another part of the site. Um, and um, one lunchtime, they, they nipped over and borrowed the tank. <laughs> so the tank that is in, I forget which episode, but the tank that's driven by Robert Llewellyn as Crichton in Red Dwarf is the GoldenEye tank. <laughs> it's a nice fact, isn't it? So when Brosnan was off having his sandwiches, <laughs> Robert Llewellyn was driving it. Yes, there's, it's a good... I like that story enormously. Um, brilliant, isn't it? We've also got... A nice vehicle nod in there. You'll see on the streets of St. Petersburg, there's the uh, Renault Fuego parked up, silver one. Oh, you mentioned that, yes. Yeah, it Be being the same prop car that appears in the multi-story in Tomorrow Never Dies. In, in Later in Tomorrow Never Dies, yeah. yes. Exactly the same car. Yes. So they got all sorts of treats kicking about. Um, yes, so we have that. We have a lovely, lovely chase through St. Petersburg. Use the bumper. That's what it's for. That's what it's for. Yes. Yeah. I like the fact that he's slowly getting 
Sort absolutely <laughs> twatted en route. Yes. Yeah, he's putting away what we can only assume is a nice, nice little snifter of vodka in there. Yes. Oh, it's bound to be, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or, and our de- their destination is the Soviet missile train, I believe, is what they're um, called, isn't it? Uh, that's what Yanis yes. or Trevelyan, as we know, is now. That's right. That's actually quite a clever because it's it's it was an old British rail train that they clad in all this kind of sinister looking stuff. It's actually only three carriages, but mm. the way they shoot it makes it look like it's huge. Um, but it's not. It was just three old carriages and a diesel, like you know, hopper, just old British British rail stuff. Yeah, I mean, they did dress it up. It did look distinctly Soviet. Yes, it did. It looked the part. Um, but as I say, they only had the engine and two carriages, but the way they shot it um, and the way they cut it, it just it makes it look like it's enormous. Yeah. Um, but, so, um, yeah, cue Bond catching a glimpse of them getting on the train thinking, oh, I've got just the thing for this. Yeah, I'll sort um, this out. I'm going uh, down here. Yeah, I'm going to nip ahead. And, uh... Uh, yeah, how do you nip ahead? In a attack, yeah. I mean, I, you're overthinking it again. Yeah, uh, not in the DB5. You know, it's just it probably takes a while to get the train going. That's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, a very long time. Yeah. So <laughs> nips ahead in the tank, parks it on the track. Um, they spot him on the camera. Mm. Uh, He's going to derail us, and that's it. And she gets all sexed up again about that. Yeah, yeah. She's, she cannot. She cannot wait for an impact. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. Um, <laughs> so, oh, dear. good heavens. Yeah, it's all going uh, on in there, isn't it? So that kicks off. Bond gets on the train. Uh, they're all in a bit of a state on the floor. Um, why won't you just be a good boy and die? Uh, yeah, all of that. you first, you yeah. second. second. Yes, all them off. Bring her in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gets the name right. Yes, well, he didn't try and get the first bit. That he did. Yeah, what? Bring her in. It wouldn't. It wouldn't work, would it? No. Lovely girl. Tastes like strawberry. Oh, that's no Russian has ever tasted like strawberries. No, I'm just putting that out there now. (laughs) Um, uh, it goes our Russian audience. Yeah, (laughs) what Russian audience? You said we had one, (laughs) we might have actually. I'm terribly sorry, chaps. Um, uh, so killer, she means nothing to me, that'll come back to haunt him. Um, yeah, uh. (laughs) So Trevelyan gives the nod to Ormov. Um, yep. Bond does a little spin round, shoots Ormov. Uh, Who's looking decidedly dishevelled by this point. Uh, yeah, well, he's half cut, isn't he? He's half cut, the tie's gone, his shirt's sticking out all over the place. That, that just, uniform's just, decidedly grubby. He's been in a train crash. He's not in a good state. No, uh, But all the while, on a top and Trevelyan have escaped. There's a nice little helicopter on board. That's handy. You've if only you just use that as transport normally. Yeah, um, instead of messing around with the train. Yeah. Uh, so he's given him six minutes. The same six minutes you gave me. 
<laughs> oh dear, yeah. We can hardly blame him, can he? He was scamming them. Yeah. So that that's happened. Uh, then we have to become hackers to guess Boris's password for the spike. Oh dear, Boris is online backing up his files. Was that even possible in 1995? Of course it was, if you've got weeks to spare. Yes. <laughs> How long is it going to take? How much data is he backing up over a 14-4 modem? So, yeah, cue her sending a spike. Uh, and Whatever that is. Uh, no one knows. No. <laughs> Yeah, so the hunted becomes the hunter. Um, yeah, all of that. <laughs> it jams the modem so they can't hang up. No, better luck work. next time, slugheads. <laughs> whatever a slughead is. Um, yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, no, he uh, is. Yeah. As a couple of techie people here, I would like to confirm he is talking utter bobbins. Utter, <laughs> utter nonsense. Yes. Uh, so we... If, uh, it's Boris' password. He plays games. It's what I sit on, but don't take it with me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you stupid woman. What I sit on, but don't take it with me. And she's guessing arse, buns, bottom. <laughs> well, you no, do you... take that with you. All of those come with you, you silly, silly lady. Quite scary if you left it behind. Yeah. <laughs> Detachable arse. Oh, my God. Quote from coupling there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh no! Let's don't do it. No, we'll be don't. here all bloody night. Um, so we've yeah, we do a bit of that. Uh, they get out just in time with the cheeky laser watch. Of course, uh, yeah. Uh, they figure out that he's in Cuba before it blows up. Um, That's right. Yeah. He, well, he's put he gets in. as far as Cuba, and then he drags her away. And there might have been another. They don't wait for that. No, they assume, but I mean, it's a, it, it works as assumptions go because they have a little bit of uh, heated discussion about who's arranging the transport f- for the trip to Cuba. Um, oh, no, that's right. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's right. And they have a, they have a bit of snuggly time. There's a that's bit it. Beach. Bit, bit um, more sealing the deal. She has a go at him on the beach. Then he's like, right. "No, no, let's seal the deal on the beach as well. Try not to get sand in there." Um, <laughs> and then, then we end up heading over to Cuba, don't we? Yeah, I quite like that scene on the beach. The whole what keeps me alive. Yeah, well, yeah, um, that's that's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. Uh, then we got Wade again. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, um, oh and the yeah. bloody car, pointless. Oh, yeah. well, just, just go bomb around, bit. Like, yes, which is a very British phrase. An American would never say that. No, no, that, absolute nonsense. Yes. Uh, um, so, don't push any of the buttons on that car. What you mean? You might turn the radio on. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's, he's just going to complain that it's all in foreign. Um, uh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, then we get end up. Crap cars out of the way. Yeah. Crap cars out of the way. Getting a plane. Everyone, they've all dressed in their. Oh, this is our rugged outdoors gear. All <laughs> smiles in the plane, all cheerful. It's, it's all cheerful in some, until someone gets a missile through the water. Uh, well, wing. and he, they were about to give up. It's yeah. like, oh, maybe Wade's right. Maybe there isn't a dish. Maybe we're just, you know. Why? Oh, nothing. it could be in that dish shaped lake there, couldn't it? No. Uh, of course, if he'd watched all the previous Bob films, he'd have known not to trust those crater lakes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, not not good. Not healthy. No. Um, no. 
yeah, plane goes down. They have a little pass out for a bit. Time passes, apparently. Uh, then Sexy Thighs turns up again. Oh, dear. Yeah, there I'm she is. Mr. Bond, the pleasure will be all mine. Cheeky uh, lick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah that always yeah. cut out on television. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but not not in the real one. No, you get no. the right old tongue up the chops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, a bit of a scuffle. Uh, Natalia tries to help. She gets batted away, and then... Bond realizes, oh, she's got she's got an AK strapped to her. If I attach yeah, this little uh, lead there, she's I, up to that helicopter there. Look, yeah, that's yeah. handy. So I'll clip her on, have a good old shoot up there, and um, off she goes. Off she goes up in a tree. That's mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, delivers. Not quite sure what killed her there. Whether she was squeezed or strangled or snapped in half or something. But anyway, it did the job. Yeah, yeah, definitely dead. She always did enjoy a good squeeze. Yeah, um, that was the uh, delivered in true Roger Moore stuff. Yeah, I always liked the fact that there was a hint of humour in the Brosnan and stuff. Yeah, it just enough, wasn't there? Yeah, just they never enough. overdid it. It was just dropped in every now and then and go, yeah, all right, I'll accept that. Yeah, um, that's all right. We'll We'll that- go with that. That's it. Then they see that someone's pulled the plug out of the dish. That's had a little gurgle all the way down. Uh, um, It's a real place, isn't it? Although they weren't shooting on the real place. Yeah, yeah, it is a a real place. Um, So slide down the dish in your pop because everyone's been shooting at us. And then. That's right, down into the IBM. uh, Yes. Yes. That's that's correct. Uh, Did you know that IBM made computers? Uh, no, I miss it. They are bloody every a cheeky mainframe as well, just in case you need that. Oh, That's... there's a AS400 in the corner. I yeah, noticed yeah. that. Yes, nice. absolutely. Yes. Um, that. If you want some older models, there's that computer shop earlier in the film, which we actually didn't mention. Oh, um, no, we didn't with the IBM compatible with 500 meg hard drive CD ROM and 44 modems. That's yes, it. Yes, yeah. quite pleased to test it. Yes. <laughs> Everything satisfactory. Everything except the interruption. Yes, yeah, all, all of that. All yeah, of indeed. that. Lots of IBM. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's this. bulletproof stuff. It is bulletproof stuff. And the um, the Model M keyboard, the clicky fellows that they're using are everywhere. Oh, my, um, oh my goodness me. Just imagine if you had all of those oh, things sitting on a gold mine. And they are worth, yeah, hundreds. Hundreds each, of pounds per keyboard. If, if it's you've got an IBM Model M, a Model M keyboard, the original IBM PC keyboard. Oh, you um, yeah. are sitting on a gold mine now. Proper money these days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And they are lovely keyboards. <laughs> oh, lovely <laughs> things to type on. Yeah, they are. Yeah, really anyway, good. Anyway, we digress. They do make a good noise in this. That's probably why they use them. Uh, um, yeah, I'd say so. It's, it gives it... It's that satisfying click, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, they're proper keyboards. Yeah, it's good kit, but it is everywhere. Mm. Uh, yeah, so we end up... Down the mainframe, there's some tanks of red stuff that they think, yeah, that's probably explosive. Um, so he yeah, pops they don't worry about shooting it, do they? No, no, that's sprung a leak. So he pops his mines on there, and they ultimately get caught on purpose. Lovely little thing, which I think um, credit should go to Brosnan for. When he's hiding behind one of those tanks, and bullets are flying past him while he's programming one of the mines, mm. the way he does that little head flick, yeah, like. It's almost like swatting away a fly as the bullet mm. comes flying past him. It's like, oh, dear. For goodness sake, man, I'm trying to set a mine here. Yes. Mm. That was lovely. So we have a bit of that. They ultimately end up getting captured. Um, 
but on purpose, really, mm. in the grand scheme of things. Uh, Not that the um, very ordinary-looking staff there seem to pay any attention to the fact that there's this red stuff leaking everywhere. No one um, is bothered. Uh, no. So we've then got... Um, uh, if it's only Bond gets captured initially, they don't know where Natalia is. Turns out she's, right. she's yep. been in the mainframe having a fiddle. She changed the access codes. Mm. Yep. So well, you that's... didn't have much security on that then, did you? No, no. She popped in there, walked up to one keyboard and went, I mean, here I am. <laughs> yeah, Order. well, that's because she knows all these passwords are crap. Yeah. Chair, <laughs> knockers, bangers. <laughs> what, have, what else has he got for us? It's not going to take her long to get in, is it? No. <laughs> no, no, that's it. If your if your longest password is about eight characters and is based on an actual word, we'll be in there in seconds. Yeah, it's not going to take long. No, he's I he's not very good. <laughs> no, no, I spotted that too. Um, so we have a bit of that. Uh, drops uh, that Trevelyan picks up Bond's pen and oh, comments. Yeah, it comments how he's cure these days. Um, then checks the watch and actually I believe disarms the mines, doesn't he? Yes, he does, because he still press here, do I? Yeah. And yeah, turns them all yes. off. Yep, so that's Arm. good. Yeah. Uh but fortunately they're still where they need to be and that'll come back to haunt someone. Um <laughs> so we have a bit of that. Uh so Boris is getting all fidgety, grabs the pen in the after there's a scuffle. Uh mm-hmm. Yeah, he's click, clicking click, away click, on it, and click, you're, click, you're trying click, to keep up with it. And, and I've kept up with it on several occasions, and the numbers do work. Oh, very good. Well done. Excellent. Uh, oh, actually, in the same way as when Bond, in the pre-credit sequence, sets the timers to three minutes. You can time three minutes from then until the really? explosion. Yeah. Oh, very so, good. Someone's thought about that. Oh, I like that. Yeah, um, excellent. And then... Uh, give me the codes, Natalia. Give them to me. Bang. Escape <laughs> yeah. progress. Yeah. All is well. Yep. So off we go. Off we go. There's a guard on Boris to make sure he doesn't knob off while he's trying to break her codes. Uh, yeah. Bonds off up to the old antenna to deal with that sharpish just in case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's back up the top again somehow. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Oh, there's, a, there's an elevator, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, there is. Yep. Uh, then we've got. How does Natalia end up back on? She goes up in the lift with him. Yeah, she does, and she plays dead. But how does she end up over in the greenery, hijacking helicopters? No idea. I can't remember. Let's not. Wait, but she does, so let's not worry about that. She does. Uh, let's not worry about that because he gives her a gun and says, "Do you know how to use one of these?" And she does all the clicking and clacking, and yeah, yeah. she clearly does. Yeah, um, and she's like. Uh, bond from, good stay outside um yeah that's right yeah okay <laughs> so yeah off she goes she finds helicopter let's not worry about that uh trevallian catches up with bond in the old antenna bonds put a big old metal pole in the chain that re- repositions it so that's yeah, that so good it's an old school solution to that problem yeah, yeah. you can't program your way out of that bastard no um, <laughs> no so that's no, it. No, there's nothing you're doing to sort that from a bit of code. No. Right. Antenna is buggered, so that ticks off that particular box. So yeah. no one's setting off any more gold noise. No. Uh, there is a scuffle, and then they ultimately end up at the pointy bit of your antenna. 
I can't yeah. help thinking they could have done that in the first place and not bothered going down into the thing at all. Mm, probably, but it made it, it's fight scenes go. <laughs> I did quite saying, enjoy it. I'm just saying. Oh, it's a fantastic fight scene. Yeah, it I is. enjoy it. That physicality yeah. when the bit where they before they go down the ladder is really good. That's quite because they're a, equally they're equally skilled. Mm. So, it's a believable scuffle. It is. They're about the same age, same mm. fitness level. They've had all the same training. Mm. They're really going at it. It's 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 not as good as, but it's reminiscent of the fight between Bond and Grant in From Russia with Love. Yeah. In yeah, that either one of them could win. Yeah, it is a good one. I really enjoyed mm. that. So yeah. you end up down at the pointy bit, uh scuffle, 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 Bond's on a winner, grab, grabs his foot. And he's upside down. Uh, and we end it. up with yeah. the line that we opened with pretty much. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, see, he lobs him on the floor. For England, James. Oh, for me. <laughs> um, all done. Yeah. Uh, Talia arrives with her magic helicopter. Uh, that's right, yeah. Gun to the back of the um, yeah. pilot's head. Yeah. Off to the field. Bond's got mission success and he is ready to... Mm. more mission success do, do what he does after a yeah. mission yeah yeah uh wade's there with all his marines who were ready just to have i mean it's probably one of the worst dogging scenes known to man um it's not a good spot they've picked there is it no, where that's earth it. did those helicopters come from bloody quiet wouldn't they very a must have been the new electric ones yeah yeah so yeah. That, that's that <laughs> behind a tree somewhere all a bit of that roll your credits Bosh, Bond's back. Oh, and the awful music. Awful, dreadful, dreadful. Awful. awful. Sung by Eric Serra himself. Awful. Oh. The awful. music, with the exception of the Tina Turner track, the music in this film, I think, really lets it down. It it's does. Just, it's just a bit crap. It is, it's uh, not its strongest point. I will no, agree it's wholeheartedly not. We on really that. need it. Where, you know, where was David Arnold when we needed him? Mm, we had to wait till the next one. Well, he was off doing his Shaken and Stirred album. He was, yeah, yeah. He was, well, he was writing his CV, basically, wasn't he? Yes, he was making sure he got the next one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that. Um, so we've ended up at the end there, and it is one of the strongest starts to a Bond tenure there has been yeah it is um although yeah i mean more and dalton both had strong stuff too um, they did but i would argue not as strong as that i don't know because this is pretty good it is i don't know uh, i enjoy it but what what this film did for the bond franchise was just revolutionized it i think well and it needed it didn't it it needed it it was a franchise so uh, it, it was a, a reimagining. The world had changed. There'd been a big gap uh, since the last one. They changed the production team. Mm. You know, it wasn't John Glenn directing. It was different writers. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it really was the fresh start, wasn't it? And it was the jumping off point for the films that followed. Mm. Yes. Yeah, you are. You are indeed correct. Um, mm. And one nod to the old team was that Derek Medix did his final work on this uh, and died in 95 and the film was dedicated to him. He did. Uh, the model effects supervisor, yeah, who'd worked many, many films. Um, mm. Yes, indeed. That's, that's always a nice touch. 
Yeah, I like I like that they did that. Um, yeah. so yeah, and we we arrived at potentially, like I said, I you must watch it immediately. That's yes. our advice on this one. Yeah, it is superb. It, it uh, is superb, with the exception of the music. Um, it's uh, but it doesn't it doesn't get in the way too much, which is the main thing. The worst, yeah. The only place I think it does is the um, Aston versus Ferrari sequence um the music Which, over that is truly awful it's all a bit weird and electronic beeps and squeaks yeah, that and it's really awful weird um, eric sarah was a mistake uh however i mean yeah he was i agree entirely and uh, i think martin campbell definitely agreed with that he's but, not complimentary of him at all in the dvd commentary no fortunately though that that scene while the music is crap, the the choreographing of the the car chase, well yeah. race rather than chase, is is excellent. You it you can almost allow it the music to fade into the background if you. Yeah, the it is good, and there's good engine noise, and that wasn't mm. real DB five. Um, mm. Yeah, overall, Golden Eye is a, is a triumph. It, it is. Really, it's one of the strongest films in the series. Okay, right. Before I press the stop button and we wrap up what is quite a glorious episode, mm. even if I'm blowing our own trumpet. Right. <laughs> um, you and I are from very, very techie backgrounds. We are. Uh, and you, how we are living. Yes. Uh, you may have noticed the big hoo-ha in the world of tech news and even mainstream news about chat GPT. The new AI software. That is popping up all over the place, yes. Yes. So I thought, to be on trend, I asked ChatGTP, or oh, sorry, GPT. <laughs> GPT, uh, yes. Good heavens. I've chosen the wrong app. <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've got a dodgy one. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I asked it about Goldeneye. Oh, okay. So I am now going to read out the response <laughs> that I got from AI, cool. and I want you to A, tell me whether you agree with it, and B, fact check it as a little closing piece. Okay. So, right, here we go. GoldenEye is a James Bond film released in 1995. It was the 17th film in the James Bond series and marked the return of the franchise after a six-year hiatus. The so film, far, so good. Uh, the film starred Pierce Brosnan as James Bond and also featured a talented cast of actors, including Sean Bean and Famke Janssen. Mm-hmm. The film was directed by Martin Campbell and was criti- uh, critically and commercially successful. It was pra- uh, praised for its ac- action sequences. I cannot speak tonight. You can't. <laughs> it was praised for its action sequences, humor, and the performance of Pierce Brosnan as James Bond. The film marked a departure from the more fantastical elements of the previous James Bond film and a return to a more grounded, realistic style. Goldeneye remains a popular film and is considered a classic of the James Bond franchise. It is wildly regarded... uh, Wildly? Wildly, widely regarded (laughs) as one of the best Bond films and is remembered for its iconic scenes, memorable characters and exciting action sequences. Okay. Um, yes, I generally agree with that. I'm not sure about the comment 
um, a grittier style, um, or returning to a grittier style, as opposed to the more fantastical elements of the previous films. I mean, the previous films were the Dalton films. They weren't really fantastical not at fantastical at all. In fact, if anything, License to Kill was grittier than Goldeneye. Yeah, um, I mean, it says grounded style, which is which is vague, but uh, but the fantastical elements of previous James Bond. Mind you, it doesn't of previous, not the previous. No, that's it's okay. okay. Yeah, Considering... I mean, there have been fantastical elements in yeah. the series. Yes, of course. Been right. Um, what? Uh, <laughs> bloody bloody Bond in space. Um. <laughs> you will, yes, <laughs> that uh, particularly. Yes. However, I think the machines are coming. It was very good, that wasn't it? Uh, yeah, that was factually accurate. Mm. All the dates and numbers and everything were correct. Mm. Um, yes, that was. Uh, yes, that was okay. very good. Mm. I thought that's a nice little thing to be really on trend there. Yeah, that's very good and slightly worrying. Uh, yeah, it is a bit worrying, uh, but at least it's not the uh, the Google one that they're working on, or whatever it's called, the Bard or Bert or whatever. The bloody <laughs> Jesus! The, yes. They they've they're working on one. They showcased it, and the thing that they showcased it with uh, its response was wrong. You know, oh, well done. Oh, well done, idiots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that response was very good. Uh, I agree with everything there. Yeah. I've been trying to beat it a week, and I've only beaten it once. Okay. Uh, well. And that was with a very obscure Formula One team from 1997. Uh, okay, yeah, well, that's a youth. <laughs> yeah, but I went for obscure, and it got it... I mean, it didn't even get it a little bit wrong. It got it wildly wrong. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. So mm. it's not infallible? Uh No. So yeah, no, 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 we're not quite there yet. I mean, be be worried, but don't be scared. <laughs> just keep an eye on it. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, just just keep an eye on that. But yeah, there we go. That is our stuff and waffle review of Goldeneye. Please go and watch it now. Uh, it is it's very much up there in our top films. I don't think there's any arguing from either of us on those. No, not at all. Not at all. It is it is one of the best entries in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I've just got one more thing to say on the subject, really. Go Well, I think uh, that's probably enough of that for this week. Uh, check us out on uh, all the various social medias and things. Uh, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>